What's up, y'all? Star, and I'm back with another update, the final update. And I know that I have not been updating you guys with the trial over the past few days. And that's just because, yo, there's so much that's gone on in this trial. It gave me a headache. It gave me anxiety. And I just kicked out deal. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to wait for the verdict to come out and I'll just go from there. So as you guys know, Tory was convicted on all charges. He was arrested today in the courtroom and he um, will taken into custody today in the courtroom and he'll be back for sentencing on January 27th. His family was in a courtroom. They were very upset. His, I think his dad and the lady who was with him was escorted out of the court. Um, you know, it's a sad day for his fans, but also a happy day for Meg and her fans and her team. Um, so not really sure how people are viewing it at this point. Um, I do feel like it's a missing piece to this situation, and that missing piece is Kelsey because of the things that she lied about on the stand, and if she handled the gun, I feel like she should also be um, facing charges as well. Um, everything that went on in this case was crazy, um, from Kelsey lying on the stand, you know, even Meg was lying on the stand as well. And also um, her stylist, EJ, he got on the stand. I don't feel like EJ lied about anything, but what really broke the case wide open and I feel like probably why he may have been convicted was Sean Kelly's testimony um, as far as what transpired, how, you know, he described um, all three of them beating on Meg, how he described a female, um, maybe, you know, she fired the first shot. Um, which again, I feel like charges should be brought against um, Kelsey as well if she's the person who fired that shot. Um, also, you know, describing um, Tory Lane's in action, describing his driver in action, and describing Tory Lane shooting um, everywhere as well. Um, so this, you know, pretty much maybe why. Uh, but you know, sometimes a lot of the uh, well, not a lot, but sometimes a juror will you know, say why they convicted him. And so hopefully, um, you know, one person speaks out and, and state why they felt like um, they convicted him in this case, because I honestly want to know, because all the lying that was going on on, a, on the stand, I, you know, thought, I'm going to be honest with you, I did not know he was going to be convicted, like of all charges, I thought he may have been convicted of some only because, you know, I felt like they did possibly raise reasonable doubt, because there was so much fucking lying going on. But anyway, this is the outcome of it. You know, we're going to wait and see what happens next week. And again, hopefully um, some a juror speaks up and let us know, you know, what was the, the nail in the coffin that they decided to convict him on all charges. Um, the regular podcast will be back in the new year. Um, so you guys stay tuned for that. Not sure if we're going to do live or if it's, it's going to be pre-recorded. But um, I hope you guys have a great holiday weekend. Stay safe out there. If you are looking for more updates, you guys can follow my um, the podcast Instagram, FY Podcast, my personal Instagram, Starz, S-T-A-R-Z-Z-E-E. Until next time, peace. What's up, y'all? I'm back with a quick update and um, just to tell you guys what happened in court today. I'm going to make this real quick because I'm tired and I'm ready to go to bed. Now, um, y'all know Kelsey was back on the stand today and um, she pretty much told the prosecutors or confirmed 
um, to the prosecutors in September that she told them that Tori threatened to shoot her inside the SUV. But on a stand, she said that it was a blur and her statement about the threat was not true. She also recanted the recorded statement she saw Tori um, point the gun at Meg as well. Now, of course, the DA was flabbergasted because she pretty much like said she lied about her whole statement and I guess this was you know pretty much what they were basing a lot of their case on now the judge said that they will allow the prosecutor to bring in the text message that Kelsey sent Meg that night of the shooting and the text message stated should I go and get a cat scan at um, a cat scan at urgent care my chest is hurting my left side my back and my neck but that's from fighting him and him dragging me by my hair out of the car now allegedly Tori assaulted her that night that's what she pretty much texted to Meg um the judge is also going to allow the text message that Kelsey um that she sent stating that Tori shot Meg um the defense did try to exclude it calling it a late discovery but the prosecutor said that it was crucial considering Kelsey has disavowed her September statement that Tori assaulted her and pulled her hair. The most important thing is that the trial is a search for the truth. So he did allow that to come into play. Another thing, um, another key thing that he did allow to come into play as well is that 80-minute interview that the prosecutors did with Kelsey. Remember yesterday he said that he was not going to allow it? Well, he changed his mind. Today... Um, today he said that he's going to allow it to, to come in. So I don't know if they're going to play it tomorrow. Cause y'all know tomorrow's Friday. So you don't really know how core be. They'd be ready to get out of there early. Um, they may play half of it tomorrow. They may play, um, play it on Monday. I'm not really sure, but those were pretty much the key things that happened on uh, today. They did ask Kelsey that her and Meg Stallion, I keep calling her Meg Stallion, her and Meg get into a, um, uh, a fight and she was just like oh like she couldn't remember and then she was like no and then she was like well we may have bumped into each other so still today on the stand everything was still a blur um and she just really didn't remember everything so I'm not really sure um how this is all gonna play out I mean I'm just I'm at a point where I don't know what to believe. You know, the text message that she said she sent that Tori shot Meg. She said that she was in a panic. So that's what she texted out, which makes no sense. But, you know, hopefully the truth will come out. In this 80-minute um, conversation that they had, um, I feel like it's more information is going to come out. So I feel like we may get a, a, a clear picture of what actually happened that night. And um, we can kind of put the pieces together ourselves because... With what we gathered so far on the stand, she wasn't really giving us any information. And I don't think the prosecutors could go any further about what happened in that 80-minute conversation because she said that she lied about everything. But now, again, that is introduced back into evidence, we'll be able to figure out what happened. Now, another thing that Kelsey said that she did remember, okay, that Tori never said dance bitch and start shooting at Meg. Okay, so again, she has selective memory. She can remember some things, some things she can't. She also happened to remember that Meg actually got out at a bus stop and was sitting at the bus stop and uh, Tori had to convince her to get back into the car. So again, she has selective memory when it comes to Tori. You know, she doesn't remember anything that he said or did. Um, but with Meg, she can pretty much remember everything. Now, she also said that EJ was at um, 
Kylie's house as well. So she's like, well, we could have left with EJ, um, but we didn't. We left in Tori's car. But she also kept saying when they were asking about, um, you know, Tori making threats and him um, assaulting her and shooting Meg, she was like, well, you know, I was drinking a lot. You know, I'm telling you, alcohol played a part. But again, you know, she can remember everything Meg was doing. So I don't really know how this is going to play out. Um, I can't tell you if he's going to be convicted or get off. So I, I don't know. I'm confused. But what I am going to do is go to bed. <laughs> um, and whatever updates they have tomorrow, I will update you guys. If not, it will be on Monday night. I hope you guys have a great night and I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Fuck Your Podcast. I am Star, and I know I have been MIA for about four to five months, but I am back. And I just wanted to jump on here real quick and talk about what's going on with the Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lane's trial. Now, we all knew that this trial was coming up. I did not know things was going to get this crazy inside the courtroom. Now, the first day, it was pretty much picking the jury and, and, you know, doing opening statements. Second day, Meg Thee Stallion testified so that her doctor, um, her doctor testified as well, stating that there was fragments that they pulled from her, um, her foot. Meg Thee Stallion testified that, you know, she wanted to leave the party. Tory Lanez didn't want to leave the party. He had an attitude. They ended up leaving. Once they got in the car, uh, Tory Lanez was told Meg Thee Stallion that she needs to tell her friend, referring to Kelsey, pertaining to him and her having sexual relations. Now, she did say that they were romantic um, in a courtroom on a stand, um, and she said that at that point when he opened up, you know, when he said it, she wanted to get out of the car. I'm assuming she felt embarrassed that she was actually fucking this dude behind her friend's back, right? Um... She said he eventually let her out of the car. Um, but prior, excuse me, prior to that, they were arguing. They started arguing. Um, and they were trying to like, they were clowning each other about their, their music career or whatever. He eventually let her out the car and um, he yelled dance bitch or something like that to her. And he, she said that he shot at her five times. Now, she said that the look on Kelsey's face and the look on the driver's face, everybody was floored. They were in complete shock. Now, this is leading up to, um, I mean, she said a lot of different stuff, you know, about how the um, music industry is the boys club and everybody's making Tory Lanez out to be the victim. And, um, you know, everybody's blaming her, saying that she's lying and stuff like that. She did break down on the stand and you know, just pretty much told how she felt. Now, leading up to today when Kelsey took the stand. Now, you know how Kelsey was saying that, oh, she's going to, um, that she's going to tell her side of the story. Oh, people don't got to worry about it, you know, what, so forth and so on. Now, did Kelsey tell her side of the story? She pled the fifth. Soon as she got on the stage, she wanted to plead the fifth. And then the judge told her that she couldn't. Then she wanted to talk to her lawyer. Then they took a recess. But she all, but she, the stuff that she was saying on stand um, 
some of the stuff that Meggie was saying, but it was going more into detail. So, um, you know, everybody has their own side of the story. Now, Kelsey did say that Meg was really, really drunk. Okay. Now, if Meg was really, really drunk, that means that, you know, the story that she's telling could actually be accurate from what she was, what she remembers because she was drunk. Right. So Kelsey said that when they were at the pool, um, it wasn't a party. It was only a few people there. She said that, um, she had passed out at some point. And then when she woke back up, Tory Lanez was there. He was in a pool. Meg was in a pool and, um, Kylie. And she was like, um, Tory was flirting with Kylie and Meg was acting weird and Meg was like she was ready to go. And Tori said that he didn't want to leave and they left. Um, but Kelsey said that they actually left. She said that it wasn't, they left and came back. Like Meg made it seem like they only left and Tori was with them the first time or whatever. They never went back. No. Um, Kelsey and Meg the Stallion actually left. And then Meg, she said when they got in the car, Meg was acting weird. And then she was like, oh, I'm going to go back and I, I left my slippers. I left my slippers. She said that when they went back to the house, she didn't get out of the car. Um, Meg got out of the car, and when she came back, she was with Tori. Now, when Tori got in the car, again, that's what led up to um, him saying, you need to tell your friend. Now, Kelsey said that they both met Tori at the same time at the Rock Nation brunch. She said that Meg wanted to um, hook them two up. So you hook your two, you hook up your friend with Tori. Then you end up fucking Tori behind your friend's back. Now, she said that she was messing with Tori, but she ended up leaving LA and she went back to Houston because she had COVID. And I guess during that time, that's when they pretty much hooked up. Now, she also said on the stand, um, the prosecutor asked Kelsey, what else happened on the ride home? Kelsey said that she didn't know. Um, we just argued and took jabs at each other. Then the prosecutor asked Kelsey, did Tori threaten to shoot you um, on the ride home? Kelsey went silent. And then Kelsey said, I don't remember. The prosecutor then asked her, did Tori threaten to shoot you on the ride home? Kelsey stated, I don't know. The prosecutor reminded Kelsey that she confessed this when they asked her questions about two months ago in September. Now, when Kelsey got on the stand and pleaded the fifth, the prosecutor gave her immunity. And they told her, you know, to tell whatever she needed to tell and be truthful. And they gave her immunity. But now, all of a sudden, she don't know. Now, what I find funny is that Kelsey can remember every detail, every single detail about what happened, what Meg was doing. But yet, when it came to the shooting or what Tori said, she doesn't know. I myself find that funny. Okay. Now, the prosecutor pulled out the um, statement and asked Kelsey, do you remember telling us that Tory Lanez threatened to shoot you on the ride home? Kelsey replied, yes. Then Kelsey said, then Kelsey asked the judge to speak to her lawyer and Kelsey was um, escorted out of the room. Now, um, when um, the prosecutor asked her again, um, she said yes, but she said that she lied. So she pretty much said that what she told the prosecutor, um, when they interviewed her in September, she said that she lied about those things. Now, I don't understand why she would lie about those things unless she had hush money. 
All right. Now, Meg Thee Stallion did say on the stand yesterday that Kelsey was offered a million dollars. Kelsey on the stand today said that she wasn't. Now, I don't know because she thinks that she has immunity. She's lying on the stand. But from my understanding of immunity, you actually have to be truthful in your statements in order for the immunity situation to work. Now, the prosecutors don't know what she's telling the truth about or what she's lying about at this point. Now, after the break, um, let's see. So after the break, Kelsey testimony has been a lot um, of um, she doesn't know or she doesn't recall which again, I find funny because now you're saying you don't know, you can't remember, you don't recall, but you was able to recall everything about Meg. Now, she also said that she didn't see Tori with a gun. She didn't, um, she heard the shots. She didn't see Tori shoot him, shoot Meg. But from my understanding, when Meg said that she was shot, the, it was a look of shock or being floored on Kelsey and um, the guy's face, the driver. So I'm really not understanding where Kelsey is going with this. Now she said that she couldn't confirm. She saw again, saw lanes with the gun. Um, but earlier that day as well, um, earlier today in court, or I don't know if it was in court or, or, um, Tory Lane's attorney wrote that yes, Meg was shot. So now that they're confirming that she was shot because they're making it seem like Meg was not shot at all. They were confirming, they confirmed that Meg was shot, but the attorney pretty much said that Kelsey did it. So from my, like how things that I see on TV, it's kind of like they're trying to raise reasonable doubt so Tori can get off at this point. So I don't know if she's playing this game with him because she may still be in contact with him. I don't know what, what the situation is with him. Um, but for her to get up on a stand to remember everything else, but not remember shit when it comes to Tori is, is very suspect to me. So, but, but then again, the process, the, um, defense attorney is making it seem like she's the one who shot Meg and she went on stand and said that she didn't, but also she went on stand and said a lot of things that she's now saying that wasn't true. So I, at this point, I don't feel like she's a credible witness. That's just my opinion. Um, but I don't know the outcome of this. Now, she did go on a stand and said that she's struggling with um, postpartum depression and a recent death in her family. Her mind isn't right. Um, she also denied Tory Lanez offered her the million dollars or whatever. Now, get this. This is the kicker right here. The judge has directed at this time that the jury cannot consider the recordings of Harris prior interview with the DA's office as evidence. Now, that right there is a blow. Um, our interview was not 100% truthful, Harris said, um, of her prior interview. Um, though she hasn't said what specifically was inaccurate, she has flat out denied that um, she has flat out denied shooting, shooting um, Meg. Now, I don't know where this case is going to go right now. You know, again, reasonable doubt was raised, I would say, because... It's, it's a point where she is, um, you know, she's saying that um, she doesn't remember or doesn't know. Now, I don't know if the driver's going to be called to the stand at all or if he was subpoenaed. Um, but I would love to, I just want to get to the point of, of what's going to happen because I feel like this case has been drawn out for so long. 
Um, but I mean, did Meg do Kelsey wrong? Yes. You know, you don't do you don't do that to your friends. You know, I don't I don't give a fuck what transpired between y'all, whatever, whatever. Like if you hooked your friend up with somebody and then you go around, you go behind your friend's back and fuck him, that's some dirty shit. Now I can see if Meg fucked him first and then hooked her up, but that still would be weird. Like super, super, super weird. Um but I don't know. I don't really know how this is going to play out. Um, you know, if Kelsey's lying, she's she's really playing a dirty game. You know, you I get it. Like it's a dude, but like just how just how dudes are, right? When a dude fuck with somebody else's chick or somebody that they was fucking, niggas be like, "Yo, bros before hoes," but females don't be like that. Even though it's dirty. I'm not saying I'm not making an excuse for it, but I'm just saying, if Kelsey went up there and lied on the stand to get Tori off because she was mad at Meg, because Meg um, slept with Tori, that's crazy. Because the nigga's not all that. He's like a little fucking leprechaun. And, I mean, he has a drawed-on hairline. Seriously. Like, it's it's not that serious. Did she really take the hush money? Is Are you able to track and see if she took the hush money? Like... You know, if, if you know she got her Airbnb stuff going, she got her business going. Are you able to track to see where that money actually came from? Like, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions, and there's not enough answers because Kelsey swear that she's dealing with postpartum depression, but yet she couldn't wait to come and tell her story. But her story is just full of holes. They're full of lies, and it's full of her pleading the fifth. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I will. Be back with an update tomorrow.